everybody. It's me, Jake. The Mevo is fritzing, and uh, so I'm doing it on the phone. This may be the future. Mevo may be history. I just can't. Uh, Darren, greetings to you, friend. Um, just trying to get my... Ooh, there you are. Um, I'm just trying to get my... Uh, the other, the iPad going. Oh, here we go. Looks like there's four people watching. That's what this says. Dave, hello to you. Hello, Keith. Um, welcome aboard. Uh, here we go. I'm wearing my uh, New Orleans Saints cap today because uh, I've got to decide if I'm going to try and go to Jazz Fest in October. If that's going to happen. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Uh, looking forward to the thrilling conclusion of Joseph. Uh, Yes. Uh, well, Rachel, uh, I, I fortunately, unfortunately, Joseph goes on for a few more episodes. Dave Little, hello to you. Pick. Greetings. Greetings. You're in Rocky Top, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Um, good old Rocky Top. Brad, yo, uh, Lady Jerry's not here today, but uh, I'm here. We don't need Lady Jerry for everything. Um, still in the process of purchasing the camper, um, but I can tell you now, oh, do I have a picture of it? Oh, I think, I can't remember if there's a picture of it on the, on the big computer. Maybe I can get, I can bring it up on the, this is always fun, right? When you turn on the big computer and then turn the phone to face the big computer to see the thing on the big computer with the phone and the little computer. But, um, well, Darren, yes, thank you. The video looks good probably because it's the iPhone and not that stupid Hate to, I don't want to badmouth the Mevo. It's been so good for so long, but it, uh, you know, and it allows you to have the, the graphics of the show in the corner and whatnot. But uh, I feel like, the ass pain of it is not worth the uh, other part. So I'm looking over here because I'm, oh no, that's not what I actually want to do. I want to uh, open up the where you know, where would it be? Where would it be? Do you think? Do you suppose? The old, uh, the old uh, camper. Oh, gosh. Maybe if I do a search. So it's called a Kimbo, um, and it's a uh, it's an aluminum um, it's an aluminum truck top camper. It fits in a Toyota Tacoma. So I'm looking for the Kimbo. Hello, Joan. Hello, Ed. Are you driving back from a trip to Calistoga? How was that? Um, I'd, I'd like to, we're going to head up to Northern California. So, so we're ordering this thing. I just wired them the funds to secure the camper and, uh, hopefully it's going to be ready as promised on June 16th. So we'll be able to uh, drive up to Northern California, drop our daughter off at camp and then continue on to the Seattle area to pick up this camper and then camp along the coast on the way back. Uh, that's the idea. So it's three degrees in Texas, Dave. Yes, I've heard Texas, you guys are getting snow. Uh, I've got a friend who's got a jujitsu academy there. He's still posting pictures of the snow and his dogs rolling around in the snow. And oh my God, it's, uh, it's crazy. Lewis Johnson, Lewis Johnson, as I live and breathe. How are you? How are you holding up, buddy? 
I miss uh, I miss all my friends back in Denver. Well, I miss going on the road. I hope you're still able to. Well, I don't I don't know what to hope. I hope you're staying safe, and I hope you're keeping alive. I hope things are good. Um, Keys and Umar are powerless in Austin, freezing their buns off. Um, yeah, let's send them some warm thoughts. Thanks, thanks you. Uh, that's good. David's saying it's kind of horrible. Yeah, I heard about the rolling blackouts. Oh, God. So this is not the camper that we got. Let's see if I can get the picture of the camper that we got. Oh, my God. Is the Internet really wants you to... Mm. I'm trying to open up the thing and see it, show it to you, but it doesn't seem seem to be uh, seem to be happening. Dave, what are you saying? Greetings. Anybody else score some Valentine's candy for fifty percent off? I didn't go in and score some Valentine's candy, but I got some cookies um, uh, that my daughter left up in the front house. Uh, yeah, thanks, Lewis. I look forward to talking to you too. That would be great. I don't know if you got my number, but if you don't, I'm sure you can find it. And I might, if I've got yours, I'll shoot you a text. Um, Scott, candles under the terracotta pot. It's a room heater you need right now in te- Texas. Well, yeah, I, they they got to think of something down there. Um, <laughs> Darren, you think you're going to wait until March to buy your camper because they're going to be cheaper? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, man. my It looks like the computer is frozen up. <laughs> All my technology is failing me right now. Uh, my sister Sue is here. Hey, it's time. It's time. Usually what happens on Tuesday is we got a Bible story and a letter from Grandma. So I do have today the children's Bible. I got the children's Bible here. And uh, as you all may remember, we're reading about Joseph and his dream coat. Uh, he gets sold by his brothers into slavery in Egypt. Just, a, you know, last week on the Bible. And so uh, then you can't hold this guy down. Joseph, this guy is strong. He winds up uh, a slave, but then he gets winds up running Pharaoh's house, um, and then he gets thrown into prison. He does some prophecies, and then he gets back out of prison, and now he's the regional governor. So this is this is a twist in the story. I mean, I, hopefully you are as lax on your Bibles as I am, so you'd be ready for this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Scott, I'm, I'm wearing, uh, I'm wearing, I think I, what do I got on here? I got a, I got a t-shirt, I got a fleece thing, and then I got the, um, and I got the down vest. Uh, Dave, you're saying the marriage is 50% today. No, the marriage is doing all right. It's just that, uh, just that, uh, Lady Jerry's busy doing other stuff right now. All right. So Joseph, the governor, that's the title of this chapter of the children's Bible. Joseph the governor, or as we used to call Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governator. The famine, predicted by Joseph in a dream, the famine had spread to Canaan, which is where Joseph is from. Joseph's father, Jacob, saw that his people were hungry, so he sent 10 of his sons, he used to have uh, 12 sons, um, to Egypt to buy wheat, but he thinks Joseph is dead. He kept Benjamin at home, his beloved youngest son, he kept at home with him. So now, now Benjamin's the new favorite. Joseph was the old favorite. Benjamin's the new favorite. The brothers set off on their long journey from Canaan to Egypt. They found their way to the governor, who was their brother Joseph. Ooh, awkward. Um, 
once in his presence, they knelt humbly before him, their faces pressed to the ground. They're really sucking up to this governor, their brother. Joseph knew at once who they were, but they did not recognize him in his fine clothes. And they're used to seeing him in his fine clothes because they took that jacket away from him uh, to convince their father that he was dead. Um, he spoke accusingly. Joseph said, you are spies coming here to spy on Egypt. He's giving his brothers some hard time. No, they protested. We're here from Canaan. Come here to buy grain. We, we were 12, but the youngest is at home with our father, and one of us is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joseph. It's like, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, Joseph doesn't tip his hand yet, though. Joseph says, why should I believe you? Joseph demanded. You must prove you are not spies. You shall return to Canaan to fetch the youngest, and then I will know you are telling the truth. Now, what is Joseph up to? Is he trying to get them all there so he can open a can of whoop-ass on them? Well, we don't know. The children's Bible does not reveal that level of understanding. So, first, <coughs> Joseph had the brothers thrown into prison for three days. On the third day, they were brought again before him. Okay, so he's telling them to go home, get the youngest brother, uh, Benjamin. But first... He throws him into prison. Then he gets him out again and says, Take this wheat back to your land, he said, but bring your youngest brother here, or I shall have you all put to death. And to make sure you obey me, I shall keep one of you here as a hostage. Smart move. There's no pulling the wool over Joseph's eyes twice. Um, so the brothers trembled. They felt guilty and believed that this was a punishment for the way that they had treated Joseph. And in a way, it is because uh, Joseph is doing it. As they whispered among themselves, Joseph listened, silently weeping at the sight of their frightened faces. He'd spoken through an interpreter and knew that they did not realize he could understand everything they said. Uh, these asshole brothers. Suddenly, that's my interpretation. Joseph, of course, still loves these guys because it's the Bible. Suddenly, he gave the order to one of the brothers, Simeon, to be bound in front of them and put in jail. Then he had the sacks of the others filled with wheat and the silver they had brought to pay for it secretly replaced. So he gives them the money back that they paid for the wheat. This Joseph, holy, what kind of a mind game, what kind of a gaslight mind game is Joseph running here? Lastly, he gave them food before sending them on their way. Here's a nice meal. I'm keeping your brother. Bring me your other brother. And here's your wheat. Doesn't tell them about the silver. On overnight, on the journey home, one of the brothers opened his sack to get the wheat, to get some wheat for his donkey, and saw the returned silver. What does this mean? They asked each other nervously. So the brothers, this gaslighting thing that Joseph is doing is totally working. Once back in uh, Canaan, they told Jacob everything, the dad. Uh, my children are being taken away from me. First Joseph, then Simeon, said Jacob. And now you want to take Benjamin? But you shall not take my youngest child from me. If harm came to him, I would go to my grave in sorrow. Well, that's what you thought when they got Joseph, right, Dad? Um, but that didn't happen, but he's not. So, so Jacob is not sending them back with Benjamin. That's your cliffhanger for today. Um... And then next week's Bible is going to be Benjamin in the Silver Cup. So we're not done with Joseph yet. Um, and this, uh, yeah, this Joseph, he's, he's, a, he's a real, he's a real, 
He's he's you could learn some stuff from Joseph, man. He gets thrown in a hole, sold into slavery, becomes the head of the household, throws into prison, gets out by doing some prophecy. His brothers come in, he does a weird thing on him. This Joseph story is better than I thought it was gonna be. Um <laughs> All right, here, where are we at? <laughs> so Flavia is saying, so everyone else here was here at the start of the show, I take it. How odd I was sitting there looking at no video starting. Oh, well, I don't know how that happened. Um, well, we've got the uh, we've got the letter from Grandma coming up. And here, what I've done, because as, as some of you know, Dave, you may not be aware of this, um, <laughs> because you weren't here for some days, which I... Uh, stroke is easily a good excuse for that. Um, I, we ran out of letters from Grandma, so I'm starting over on letters from Grandma. What I did... What I did, I, we were going in a random order for the letters from Grandma up until uh, now. And now I put them in chronological order. So I'm going from my first letter from Grandma chronologically to my last. And so to late, today's letter from Grandma is from December of 1981. Um, <laughs> Bob says Joseph was amazing. Later in life, he went on to win a gold medal in the Olympics uh, in synchronized swimming with his brother, Benjamin. Well, that, I, you're supposed to say spoiler alert before you do that, Bob. <laughs> uh, never mess with Joseph when death is on the line, Scott. Nice. Or a Sicilian, Julius. Yes, we all know. The Princess Bride, everybody loves that. Um, all right, so we've got chronological grandma. Chron- chrono grandma. So this is from 1981. So in 1981, I had dropped out of college but was still living in Ames, Iowa, preparing to move to San Francisco to start my comedy career. Um, So that's when this letter from Grandma uh, would have found me originally. Um, I'd be uh, 21, just 21 years old, tender, at the tender age of 21. Nice, smooth skin. Many of you may notice that I've shaved off the uh, mustache that I was growing. Lady Jerry had had enough of it. And I decided to throw her a bone and shave off the mustache for all the good it did me. But yes, the uh, the uh, the marriage went up a notch when that happened. Yes, Scott, the mustache went up, disappeared yesterday. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, you might want to go back to college and get a degree just in case. Yes, David, that is a theme of the letters from Grandma. But that uh, I, I read this one earlier. It's not covered here because I had just I had just dropped out of college. Um, so she said, we didn't get to see you at Thanksgiving. Uh, this is around Christmas time in 81. I think I mentioned that. Uh, we didn't get to see you at Thanksgiving. I always thought interstate roads were kept up better than the one, than the one through Decorah, but, so that, which is not an interstate, but that's one of the ways we go. But after you and Pauline, that's my mother, went off the road from Ames East uh, last uh, year, almost to La Crosse, I guess they can be bad. Yes, so the interstate. We went off the interstate. This is a story that I've told before, but my mom and I are driving back from college. I'm driving the car. My mom is a passenger, and it would have been a like a Buick um, Electra, maybe? Something. or no, Yeah, I think that's right. And we hit uh, <coughs> black ice on a bridge. The car started fishtailing. I hope this is not recreating some trauma that you just had today, Dave, on the way to the grocery store in Dallas. But the car started fishtailing, and when we got to the other side of the bridge, uh, we were in the middle of a 360. So we 360, 
spin around on the interstate. So we're going 50 miles an hour or whatever. I was probably had slowed down because it was icy. We, we did a 360 and slid down, slid down the ramp. So we did all the way around. So we're still facing forward, but slid down the ramp and came to a stop right on the side. And then um, a guy, just as we were kind of catching our breath and realizing that we didn't die, some guy came with a pickup truck and asked if he could pull us right back onto the road. And he just pulled us basically up over the little um, curb hump and onto the on-ramp. We got back on and took off. So it was a very minimal, minimal delay, but that was a major major freak out. Um, Darren, 81, you were a mere freshman in high school. Yes, well, we all had to be a freshman in high school at some point, and so I was. So anyway, um, she's talking about icy roads, and we didn't get to see them. Um, I missed it, but all the weather seemed unpredictable. Your mother told me how nice it was to have you at home. Nice it was to have you at home is underlined. So that was uh, that was at uh, <clears throat> Thanksgiving, I guess, because this is just before Christmas. With so many out of work, I'm wondering if you can find work in California. So this is 1981. There's a big, uh, we're still in some kind of recession, inflation, panic. Ronald Reagan is president. Um, I had a job as a waiter job in California, and I ended up getting a waiter bartender job once I got to San Francisco. Spoiler alert. Sorry about that, Bob. Um, I noticed that some college grads uh, are starting to try for interviews now. Dennis, that's her neighbor who's my age, uh, will be home December 19th. Jean is anxious, and Dennis is too. The street and houses are decorated. So pretty now. It's Christmas. Dennis has one more semester at Decorah. And that's how much I would have had. If I hadn't dropped out of college, I was I was in my last year. I might have had to go an extra semester because I, I hadn't been taking a full credit load but, uh, yeah, I bailed right at the end. Charlotte, that's my aunt, my mother's sister, is worthy matron uh, next year in Eastern Star and is trying to get her officers and plan for the year together. So, like Joe Biden, my aunt Charlotte had just been elected worthy matron and she was trying to fill her cabinet for the next year. I do not know whether we will see you at Christmas, but do be careful on these roads. When you drive so late, I'm afraid you will go to sleep and have an accident. Have a nice Christmas. <laughs> Love, Grandma. Uh, when you drive at night, I'm afraid you will go to sleep and have, a, have, a, have an accident. Have a nice Christmas. Uh, Love, Grandma. So there you go. <clears throat> How often do we get together with Grandma when we were young? Well, when I was a kid growing up, Rachel... We would uh, we would go and see the grandmas usually in the summer, and then at uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas. When we lived in when we lived in Wisconsin, which is which is this time, uh, we would go sometimes both Thanksgiving and Christmas because it was about a four hour drive. When we lived in Tennessee, it was more like an eight hour drive, and so then that would be maybe one or one or the other. Um, <clears throat> Darren is saying 360s are cool in F-16s, not so much in the family car. Yes, you're right about that. You're right about that. If you've got the proper altitude, uh, a, th a 360 is not quite as scary. 
Bob, what was my major in college? Well, I had several majors. When I first went to college, I thought I was going to be a veterinarian. We're watching All Creatures Great and Small, Jerry, Lady Jerry and I. Uh, there's a remake of that on PBS. And those books had just come out in the 70s when I was in high school. And I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I got it, went to Ames to, to get residency and going into, get into the vet school there. That was my plan. But after a couple of uh, months in Ames with the other pre-vet majors, and I was in a lot of classes with engineers, I switched my major to chemical engineering. And then after two and a half years, I switched my major again to journalism with an, with an emphasis in advertising copywriting. So when I dropped out of college, my major was in uh, journalism, advertising, copywriting. I, I was in the process of dropping out and becoming a comedian. This is the all, this is what, in retrospect, this is what that looks like. It was a kind of a, a, a transformation that took place over time. But uh, I hope that helps. Um, <laughs> grandmas can be a bit janky every now and then. Yes, Dave, you're right about that. Um, Bob says, my roommate in college dropped out with six weeks to go before he graduated with an architecture degree and wasn't failing any classes. I wasn't failing either. Uh, he said he was heading to Colorado to become a cowboy. The last time you ever saw him was his VW bug pulling out of the, um, pulling out of the what? Uh, parking lot. Yeah. Wow. I'd be interested to hear what happened to that guy. I had two college roommates in a, so there were three of us in a, and basically it was, should have been a one dorm, one person dorm room, but there were three of us in there and most of them had two people in there. And the one guy would, uh, he got a job working at the Burger King and basically liked that more than he liked going to class. Ended up dropping out of college. Um, <laughs> Darren, you're saying I'm an intelligent, compassionate guy. I would have made a good uh, vet. I think I, I thank you. That's very nice of you. Uh, that that would have been another life for me. I can't. I, it's hard for me now to imagine myself as that. Or not not hard. I do. When we're watching all creatures great and small, I'm kind of thinking, oh, I could have. Maybe I could have been a vet, but uh, um, David's saying I would have been a funny chemical engineer. There's a lot of funny engineers out there. Um, I mean, basically, at the beginning of Silicon Valley, I mean, you got a guy like Steve Jobs is only a little bit older than me. So that if I had if I had switched to electrical engineering or or computer engineering instead of chemical engineering, I could have been a Silicon Valley Valley. Uh, billionaire when I dropped out of college. But there, in retrospect, um, in retrospect, these uh, these things seem clear, but at the time, they're a bit more confusing. Um, Dave, thank you. I think I made the right choice as well. Um, uh, oh, other Dave, you dropped out of college halfway through your architecture degree. Yeah, see, so we see how it all happens. Um, and you're currently working for MedVet. Huh, that's interesting. Well, uh, you know, we're all we're all taking this path through this life, um, and now and now we're on a chronological path through the for, through the letters from Grandma. So I realize there's there's just that one from eighty one, and then there's one or two from eighty two. There's a lot from eighty three. There's a gap in there in the mid eighties where I don't have any letters, and then they pick up again in the in the late eighties. So there's a little there's a little preview uh, of the next few weeks on letter from Grandma. Uh, so, Lady Jerry is very busy making environmental videos. I'm, I had been busy today because I had to go wire money to, in for the deposit on this camper. And then now, the rest of the week, 
I've got uh, a little bit of shopping for um, the Toyota Tacoma pickup truck. If anybody knows a Toyota Tacoma dealer here in the uh, LA area is going to give me a deal, that would be great. And then what's the other thing we're doing? We're in the middle of this architecture thing where we're fixing our stairwell to, to make it soundproof upstairs in our bedroom. And tomorrow, uh, no, Thursday and Friday, the the uh, tree guys are coming to um, do some needed maintenance, safety maintenance on our neighbor's giant cottonwood tree. So that's going to be exciting and noisy, probably, uh, on Thursday and Friday here for the show. Um, for the show. Um so where are we here? Uh, Julie is a veterinarian. I know that uh, she was in paper engine in a paper engineering degree program for a while, and then you went to vet school. Interesting. You probably are. You probably are then close to close to the alternative path that I would have been on. Um, Darren, you're more than welcome. If you're saying thanks for sharing the letters. Um, soundproof in the bedroom, Joan. Yeah, our our house is open, so. We've got a spiral stair that goes up from the living room, kitchen, office area, and then my daughter's bedroom has a door that closes. But anything that's going on down there, you can hear up in our bedroom. So we're um, we're making it so that there's a level top there, and we can put like a jacuzzi cover over the top, so we won't be hearing the sound from downstairs if a our daughter gets up early, <laughs> which is never going to happen. Um, but more often, she's getting up. After we've be- went to bed, after we've gone to bed, to make some kind of noisy snack. Um, <coughs> so if that before uh, my wife, then um, then I won't wake her up. That's someone from a corporate gig who I told we could talk at four thirty. Who's calling me right now? Who doesn't realize that I'm in the middle of a show right now? People don't. I this this lack of respect that people have for show business career, which I'm in the middle of right now. Oh, my God. Mm. Brad, wow. Were we in Honors English together? Um, You're talking about Trout Fishing in America by Richard Brodig, and I remember getting turned on to him in in, uh, college. Uh, Noisy snacks, Dave. Yes, there's going to be some noisy snacks from the tree trimmers tomorrow. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Darren, you're thinking of putting a PA system in your bedroom. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that, too, because I'd like to do some live shows that not just my wife can hear, but everybody in the neighborhood. Joni, you're asking if I was able to read the message you sent yesterday. No, I went on YouTube today to look at, um, if that's what you're talking about, YouTube comments, and I could only see the porn guy's comments. I couldn't see a- anyone else's comments who said they commented on my YouTube page. So this is... This is a problem, but uh, you know, we can't uh, we can't cry over spilt YouTube comments. Um, yes, Laura, you're here in time for seize the day. In fact, it's just about to happen. And Charlie, you're right. There is certainly no business like show business. There, there's it's a it's really a think tank of ways to hurt your feelings, and they never they never ever sleep. Um, okay, here we go. Today's Seize the Day. There's a lot of jujitsu ones, I have to say, uh, uh, Rachel, and thank you for that. There's a lot of jujitsu uh, Seize the Days in in, uh, 
in this season today. For Jen, you're here. I'm glad you've got power right now. I can't believe you're wasting it on uh, your Internet and you're not uh, actively trying to get yourself warmer. Stay warm and stay safe, all of you out there who are in terrible weather places. Uh, for your information, the ocean swim today was a bit chilly. Um, all right. Jiu-Jitsu. Today sees the day. Jiu-Jitsu is a mouse trap. The trap does not chase the mouse. But when the mouse grabs the cheese, the trap plays its role. What do I think of that? Um, I think it's true, and you can definitely understand it if you do jujitsu. Um, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent positive that you understand. Uh, I, I, uh, anyway, that's your seize the day for today. Let's all hang in there. Let's please, please. Do not give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. We're going to be back tomorrow. I'm going to do... I'm do. I'm, I'm uh, searching for information on narwhals. It's narwhal hump day. Narwhal hump day Wednesday tomorrow. Thank you for being here today. Um, Rachel's saying the reason why there's so many jujitsu ones this time around is because when you were making it, you were sure it was just going to be for my own personal use because varietas would be over. Yeah, well, uh, we've all had some wake-up calls about that. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> and thanks, everybody. Um, Jen's power is beyond our understanding, uh, Laura. Everybody, uh, have a great night. Stay warm. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And, uh, you know, see you tomorrow. <laughs>